Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Great, Russell. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Praise, praise my God. God for that. Good morning. We say good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we come to you this morning. We thank you for a good day that you have given us yesterday. You have helped us through all our challenges, through all our limitations. You have worked with us. You did not leave us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with this new opportunity today to correct the mistakes of yesterday, to look back on our shortcomings and our failures. For all the times that we have disobeyed you, we have rebelled against you, that we have hurt you and others. For all the times we have failed to understand your word and your will in that situation, Father. And we have acted on our own understanding. We ask for forgiveness. We ask, Father, for your mercy. To look not on our limitations, but on our faith. To open our eyes, to fill us with your revelation. That we are able to look back on what corrections need to be made there. And we are also able to look forward on what our life should look like so that the areas that we understand we have made mistakes in and fallen short in. We do not revisit that darkness in our life once again. We do not let it repeat all over again. But through the understanding that you pour into our hearts, we rise above it and we move onwards, walking with you in the light. The light that you provide through your word that is used to wash off all the dirt of our face and fill us with your radiance, your glory. And we thank you, Father, that every time we come to you to draw from you and drink from you again, to be cleansed and to be filled by your wisdom and understanding and revelation again, you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. And we share that same peace and joy that no one else can give, but no one can take away either. That joy that helps us stay calm no matter the adversity, that helps us stay focused on you despite all the challenges and the storms brewing around us. That peace and that joy, Father, that helps us release our faith and hold on to it so that the prayer that we have made must walk through to fulfillment, to manifestation. And the faith that we release is pleasing and acceptable to you as our sacrifice, as our prayer, that brings an answer, a revelation, a manifestation from your heart. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us. You said you shall never leave us, that you will always be with us even unto the end of time. We share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family called by your name. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. With all those that are called Christians by your name and do not personally know you yet and all those that do not want to know you. And most of us fall somewhere in between those two extremes as well, Lord, where we know you but we are busy. We are too busy and engrossed in our own lives that we do not have time for you. 
We are not growing in our relationship with you. For all of us, Lord, and all of those times that we have stayed away when we know we should have spent time with you, we ask for mercy, we ask for forgiveness. And we ask for your quickening, Lord, so that when you quicken us, we shall call on your name. We shall keep calling on your name. We shall stay connected and communing with you, joined with you in the spirit. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, our Father, our Maker, our Creator, the Creator of the universe, the Almighty, the All-Powerful, the Omniscient, and the Omnipresent, the Elohim Adonai, the Lord of Lords, the one who dwells in the midst of the cherubim and who meets us at the mercy seat where we can do business with him in the spirit. The one who leads us by the way we should go. The one whose hand is not short to redeem us. He is the ever faithful, the preserver of men. The Holy One of Israel, the great I Am. And we pray in the name of your Son, the one who shall come to judge the quick and the dead, the one daily bread, the one who leads us in battle against evil, the one who came to show us the way. He himself is the way, the truth, and in him is life. He is the Lord who heals. And it is through him that we are enriched with all utterance and knowledge. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus. That same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead and now gives life to our mortal body. Puts us in remembrance of that knowledge and that utterance that we have been given through the word. He makes it real for us. And when we speak it, he is the one that brings it to fruition, to manifestation. It is he who is the executor of the will of the Father. God himself, Emmanuel, in the true sense. The God who will never leave us and is always with us in our spirit. He has made his tabernacle here within us. We become his temple. And when we are his temple... We can worship him 24-7. We can commune with him 24-7. We can speak to him at all times knowing that he is giving us that attention to every word we speak. And I'd like each of us to remember at this stage the lessons that we have learned from last Friday's Bible teaching. The power of proclamation. We must bear this in mind when we speak. That he is listening and that he is with us. The one who shall actually execute all those words is right within us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the truth, with the revelation. That you open our eyes to see you and to know your ways, your principles, your prophecies, your promises. You reveal your deep and secret things to us. So that when we pray with understanding... We speak with authority and we are connected with you, seated with Jesus in heavenly places. 
We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with this gift of your Son, your Spirit, your Word. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer, that in every situation where we feel we are short in our ability to deal with it, we are able to pass it on immediately to you and give you permission to intervene in that situation where you have given us stewardship over. We thank you, Father, for the gift of angels and destiny helpers and every other resource that you make available to us so that in every circumstance we shall not be found lacking or short, but we shall stand tall knowing that you are our shepherd. And when we understand what you have provided to us in the word, then we are able to speak. And Romans 8 verse 28 starts to take effect. In every situation, no matter how adverse it looks, it starts to turn in the favor of those whom you have called according to your purposes and those who have professed and confessed their love and their belief, their faith in you. We thank you, Father. We thank you that you have blessed us with friends, with family, with all those who love and care about us. They are a reminder and a representation of your love that is unconditional. We thank you, Lord, that you provide food on our table, that you provide a shelter over our head, that even adverse weather cannot affect us, but we are kept safe. We thank you, Father, that our families are safe today. We thank you for our health and for our strength. We thank you for the air we breathe. We thank you for the beauty of nature that you give around us to enjoy and to manage. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with this opportunity to come to you every morning and you do not turn us away despite the fact that we keep making mistakes. And many of those are repeated over and over again. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy that you overlook our limited understanding and you are ever willing to pour your wisdom into our hearts the minute we ask for it. You said, let him who lacks ask and you shall give ungrudgingly and the full measure. We thank you, Lord. Today, as we make our prayer this morning, we reflect on the words of Peter in 1 Peter 2 verse 9, where he said to believers, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. This would actually be a very deep topic. I might try and I don't know how much of justice I might do to it, but we shall try and briefly look at it in a few minutes to get some understanding. And I'll focus more on the two words here for today. He uses the royal and priesthood. That is a priest and a king. And he starts with, you are a chosen race, which means every person, when he says race, it's every person included in it, who is part of the kingdom of believers, is a king and a priest. But first, let's just look at where it originated. God first introduced the concept of priesthood in Exodus chapter 19, verses 5 and 6. That is priesthood 
for all the believers. Exodus chapter 19 verse 5 and 6. These are the words of God through Moses that he said to convey to the Israelites. Now therefore, if you will in fact obey my voice and keep my covenant or my agreement, then you shall be my own special possession and treasure unto me and you shall be you shall be my own possession and a treasure unto me above all peoples of the world for all the earth is mine and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation set apart for my purpose so here itself after the israelites crossed the red sea and was spiritually sanctified prophetically through the blood of Jesus. Now, we know that the Red Sea symbolizes that. This was the first type where the anti-type then came through the crucifixion of Jesus, where that blood was released. We see that God sets them apart as his own here itself. So everyone that believes in the heart and confesses with their mouth, who receives their salvation and is saved, is spiritually sanctified. Romans 8 verse 30 says, those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. He set them apart. And he put his favor on them. That's where the context of the chosen race comes from the ones he sanctified are his that chosen race and he wants them to remain holy so that all influence must be removed out of their lives as he purifies them and this as we have reflected earlier this is why Jericho the cities of Jericho I and Hazor had to be destroyed that is why you also find certain people being taken out of your life after you were saved. Certain people that will not align with the journey that you are undertaking or could be destructive in their influence on that journey. You will find that they are removed without any of your involvement. That is the work of the Holy Spirit as he sanctifies you the evil and corrupting influences must leave. Many of them are friends, close friends, but they must leave. Now coming to verse 6, he said, you shall be to me a kingdom of priests. Everyone in the kingdom is a priest. It was this attribution that Peter had invoked in the verse that we are studying today, 1 Peter 2 verse 9. The role of a priest, as we see in 1 Peter 2 verse 5, is to offer spiritual sacrifice for the people. One that is acceptable to God through Jesus. And so every born again believer who has entered the kingdom must fulfill the role of a priest offering spiritual sacrifice. Revelations 1 verse 6 and Revelations chapter 5 verses 9 and 10 confirm the same where God has made believers into a kingdom 
and into priests, a kingdom of priests. And this is not only limited to Jews, but Gentiles included, which means everyone that's a non-Jew that believes shall be made, shall be brought into the kingdom and in effect becomes a priest. And the first example of that was not just those that came after Jesus, but the prototype of that was Abraham himself, a Gentile, who was justified by faith. So any and every believer, and with Jesus, our forever high priest, not after the order of the Levitical priests, the Aaronic priests, but from the old, the Aaronic priests from the Old Testament, but after the order of Melchizedek, as mentioned in Hebrews 7, verse 17. We shall reflect on that order tomorrow. Jesus was made a forever high priest in the order of Melchizedek. In the Old Testament, the priests and kings came from separate tribes. The priests came from the tribe of Levi and the kings came from the tribe of Judah. And so the same person could typically be one or the other, but never both. The first time we see that happen was an exception in King David. He was a king. But on some occasions, he put on the robes of a priest and he spoke to God. And God was impressed with him. And that is where he gave him the Davidic covenant that one of his, one of his heirs would be the future king of redeemed Israel. And that is where the phrase of Jesus, son of David, comes from. Jesus was prophesied as, and he came as the descendant of David, as the king. Now, how do we know he was made king? Ephesians 1, verse 20 and 21 confirms it. It says, God raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. Far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. So king forever and priest in the order of Melchizedek, who had no beginning and no end. So a high priest also forever. And when he redeemed us, Ephesians 2 verse 6 says, God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in those same heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. So above everything else, above every other authority. And that is how Romans 8 verse 17 confirms our status then, where it says, we are heirs of God as his children and co-heirs or joint heirs with Christ because we sit with him in the same seat. Look closely at Ephesians 2, verse 6 again. And so if he is royalty, so is every believer who is part of his kingdom, a royal 
priest. One that in every situation, in every circumstance must give thanks and offer prayer to God. One that must commune with him and have that relationship with him all the time. And one that must offer sacrifices on behalf of the people. Pray and intercede. Minister. And use the keys that Jesus has given us to bring them into the kingdom. A royal priest. Which means you carry that authority of a king to command and to pray as a priest appointed by God, not by man. To study more on this topic, I encourage each of you to attend this Friday's Bible study session. It is going to be a powerful one, which is titled Preparing to Reign with Christ. That's where you will understand that royal part of it even more closely. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. And we ask for your gift of understanding, Lord. So that as we meditate on your word, and we had meditate on our own priesthood and what it means for us, how does that translate into the role we are meant to fulfill in the kingdom? And what authority that you have given us that backs this when you call us royal? So that when we pray, we pray with that understanding, we pray with that authority, and we are able to command in every situation based on what we know from your word, based on the authority that Jesus has given us through his word. That authority backed by his name, the name above every other name. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord. You are doing a new thing in each of us today, Lord. And let that be for your glory. Let every believer rise and ride along the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. With the sword of the Spirit coming out of our mouths. That when we follow him in battle against evil, against the enemy, we stand strong and we come with an understanding of how to use our weapons and our defenses that you have given us for this spiritual warfare. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs, those of our families and our prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, those that are hospitalized today, those that will undergo any kind of procedures. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. For those that are battling all kinds of financial challenges, joblessness, busyness as well that they have no time to commune and pray with you. We cover each of these embattled families, Father. Families that are battling separation as well. Each of these families and every individual in those families, as well as every member of every family of the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. We plead the blood of Jesus over each of these. 
and over our ministry as well. Let his advocacy take over. We put on our angels and we dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will and your plan for each of us. And we specify those assignments in our personal prayer. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us and protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, from accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and all kinds of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for all those members of our family and our friend circle that are not yet saved, that have not yet received their salvation. We ask of you to quicken them, Father, that they shall call on your name, knowing that everyone that calls on your name cannot end up in shame. They must be delivered. We pray for our own personal needs and those of our families as well. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer of faith, you move, O Holy Spirit. You honor that faith. And you bring about manifestation to that prayer. We now connect with you in our spirit to pray in the gift that you have given us, the gift of tongues. I encourage those who can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith and let the Holy Spirit take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Kuraskaya nambre Kiria la rameria santa reprasia de caia, ambrosella proteste regete tecetea, Anjara dolora da sia la rabasta la branda da cenderecesia tatataia, Ai anjara dalla rambrandolo resetete tecetecetecetea, Ambrosella prosetete tecastia, Kirian jalara sia tataba, Nariamba la rando cetere castede angela ranteredea. 
Prastoke, a crantoke, terecastia, Ian Nambriangela, Rada Rada Rasta, Rada Ambrandala <laughs> Na brandela rasata kata, shala branto ketere keste. Naria tala brancha taria tada das kara brandaria derere. Yanto kiri angela rasia tarada marakaste angel kiri adasta. Arondoro braska la brea tala rakoste. Nayanto krasia tada bade angela rantia tada dasta. Andapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapap
Barbara Barabaram de la Rastolo Protecas de Regin Rekotoma Rascala Rada da 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 Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. The words that were spoken to me this morning. I am your Lord and King. You are mine. You are my chosen people. The scripture I've been given confirms one of Russell's scriptures from Ephesians 2, 4 to 7. But God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which he loves us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and made us sit with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture shared in the chat, and this is from Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19, where it is written, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Amen. We receive it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude this morning's prayer, just a reminder about our Bible study topic for this Friday. The topic is preparing to reign with Christ. A very powerful topic and we will learn that God has a double purpose in redeeming us 
but also we will learn the main requirements of reigning or ruling with Christ. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube. We have shared a flyer last night on the Telegram group page. We shall reshare it this morning as well. Please share that same fly. It has links on the words Zoom and YouTube for people to click and join the sessions. The various times for the sessions are mentioned in it as well. Share that flyer and bless others, especially those whom you know are in need of hearing that word of God that will bring transformation in their lives. There are many around you that you know who are such in need. Start with them. And if you are enjoying these teachings from the, the morning reflections, the Friday teachings on the Friday Bible study session, as well as the reflections that are shared by Brother Savio on our Telegram group, they are also shared on the Facebook page. Please go onto that page and just click share so that it is shared with all your contacts. And you never know who might be blessed and just in need of listening to that word today. Let that transformation or that change in their life begin today itself. Encourage others to subscribe to that YouTube channel so that every time there is a new video that is posted there, they can listen to it or view it. Also, if there are any that you know who pray the rosary but pray on their own and might benefit from praying with a family together, a group of people, then you can share with them the links to join our daily rosary and divine mercy prayer every evening as well. It's run every evening at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us. And this is the easiest way to do it by sharing that word and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God Thank bless you, everyone. Russell. God bless everyone.